Hello and welcome to Level Up and Friends. For those of us from Video Game Comic Book Store, Level Up Entertainment, get together with some friends every week and talk about something we're passionate about. Uh, this week we're going to review uh, WandaVision, which is just recently wrapped up, I guess, its first season. I don't think if they they might come back for another show, it might be, be Wanda and Vision, but I don't think they're going to do the TV gimmick anymore. But uh, I'm your host, Scott, and joining me uh, this week, as most weeks, is Kendall. Hello, once again. Um, so I guess let's give some non-spoilerific uh, kind of thoughts on it, and then we'll probably quickly go into spoilers from there on out. Uh, what did what was your overall thoughts on the series? Um, overall, I enjoyed the series a lot. Um, it was uh, it was really fun watching like week to week and trying to, you know, I mean reading the comics you know i already have like an idea of what's going on so just uh excited to see the the uh you know television spin on on it yeah i had kind of a different experience i didn't watch it until like the week the second the last episode came out i watched i caught up and caught that one when it was new and then i watched the finale when that was also new so i wasn't following it week to week um Overall, it's a fine show. If you have Disney Plus already, I would say watch it. I don't think I would recommend getting Disney Plus just to watch it. Um, but you know, if you have it, it's it's worth it's worth your time. Um, I think this in talking to you as you know, you texting me and stuff as it was happening. I think this is the most I'd ever seen you excited for an MCU project. Yeah, definitely one of my favorite uh mcu like entries for sure i don't know if i'd go as far to say it's like my absolute favorite but you know it it just it definitely was very different mm -hmm. um than a lot of mcu projects it had its own like style that was like like interesting and unique, but also done in a way that allows it to fit into the greater MCU thing. Yeah, I guess with that, like, let's just get into spoilers because I'm sure we want to talk about it. Um, yeah. I know I did not like it as much as you did. Um, I don't think I liked it as much as everyone else I talked to does. Not to say that I, I disliked it or there wasn't anything worth watching in it. Um, but I don't know, I, especially at the end, by the end, because it ends with just another big, dumb laser battle for like an hour. And I'm like, oh, God, I don't care. I, the, the, the character's not in like, you know, the, the, the Westview TV show. I found really drug. See, I had a different experience. I didn't watch it week to week. I, I binged most of it. And I feel like it does not hold up to a binge um because there's like i wasn't invested in the story like you know like oh my god quicksilver just showed up what does that mean like for a week and i like have to stew about it um i don't know i i found the 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 sword characters really boring and they really took me out of it yeah i mean uh the sword characters i feel like for the most part they served really like two purposes. One was to like let let the audience know 
what was going on, you know? Yeah, they really just felt like they were there just to facilitate exposition. And I don't think I necessarily like that. There's almost like two whole episodes where they're just telling everyone everything that's happening. I feel like those are real big pace breakers, maybe if they were spread out a little bit. Um, but like the obvious white guy that's in charge of it is like, the, oh, sorry, he's like the obvious bad guy. And I kind of wish that like they didn't really have that, especially since we already have a bad guy that's in their like little like fake reality they have. And I think if they focused on the twist villain of, of Agatha Harkness, I think would have been a lot more interesting. But I guess they need to facilitate like rebuilding the Vision's real body and stuff because, you know, he, they got to have it so they, he can show up in another movie or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, I don't know. Watching week to week, I feel like they didn't really slow. They were entertaining enough. I, I was a little, uh, oh, crud. I can't even remember her name. The, the one Denning's character? Yeah. One from Thor. I hated her in the Thor movies. (laughs) I hated her in the Thor movies. I I did not like her in this. Um, She's always got to have that stupid one-liner and it's just like, oh my god. (laughs) They don't feel like real people between her and um, I don't remember the the FBI character's name, the guy who was Asian Jim in the office. Uh, Jimmy Woo. Yeah. Is he someone from the comics? That sounds like a name. Um, was it he was in the Ant-Man movies? Was he? I don't remember. He was in something before for sure. Okay. I I, I, don't, I don't remember him. Yeah, I, I don't remember if he was in the comics or not. Yeah. He I might just be thinking the Ant-Man movies. I'm like, Jimmy Woo sounds familiar, but I, I don't remember him from anything. Um but like I don't know, like they didn't they don't feel like real people, especially if like the stakes are as like high as they're supposed to be not that this is a super high stakes show i like that it's a lot smaller it's not about the end of the world it's really so i guess let's talk about i'm going to talk about the things i liked about the show first um i like that's really kind of a deep dive character study on wanda and like it's really about like her grief and overcoming it and i think that's for a tv show especially i think that's the that's the proper way to go um because you don't because this is really the only time we ever got any development for Wanda or Vision. Yeah. Because they just show up in the movies and then they like, like the most exciting thing that happens in their scenes in Infinity War is Captain America shows up to save them. Yeah, they, they kind of get put on the back, especially like Wanda. Um, I mean, I can, I don't think I've watched Age of Ultron since I saw it in the theater, but I haven't seen it since the theater. That movie's kind of not great. From what I remember, you know, she just shows up and she's like, "Here's like a henchman that is being manipulated." I don't. I still don't understand why they teamed up with Ultron. He's clearly like evil, (laughs) and like tries to destroy their whole like city, which is their country, or something. Yeah, I don't know. But regardless of that, you know, she, her especially, um, gets thrown to the, to the back burner a lot. Um, and I really think the, 
the next big like character moment is like like I feel like in Civil War they like they were like oh they're on opposing sides right Am yeah I but but like we don't really we didn't like that would have made a lot more that would have been a lot more impactful after a series like this where we got to see but them that, kind of be together but it's like they just like oh I'm cooking you Sokovian food but yeah so you like not letting you leave this compound yeah there's not really there's not really much there in their relationship and then you know then vision dies in yeah. infinity war yeah i and felt more mad about it in endgame yeah i felt more they, about they it yeah. yeah i felt more for vision at the end of this than i did during the endgame yeah so that's one of the things that i really like about it is it it i think it succeeds in like getting you invested in both of them as characters more than any of the other MCU, you know, films. Yeah, I'm not gonna say they're my, this is my favorite characterization of any of the MCU characters, but it's like obviously my favorite version of them because we finally got something. Um, what do you think about the the TV series format? Um, I really liked it. Um, I thought it was, a good, so, you know, when you first start, you don't really know why it's happening or what's going on. Like that's, that's one I like about the beginning is the first like two episodes are just maybe, maybe third episode, but like the, the beginning of the show is just like the first episode is very Dick Van Dyke. Second episode's bewitched. There, there are each episodes going up like another decade for style of sitcoms. Yeah. Which is like a very interesting uh, stylistic choice, you know? Um, and, but I think where those, where that format succeeds is when something goes wrong and it kind of like creates this like weird tension that I don't think we would have gotten had it been just like your standard like Marvel movie style. Oh yeah, this, 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 well, I mean, I don't want to say this story couldn't work as a movie because you could have like ditched the TV thing. But like if they were going like, you know, um, this is like House of M Light. If they're going that route, I don't think it would really work as a TV show, but as a, what was it? Nine episode TV. Um, it wouldn't work as a movie, but like as a, as a short TV series, um, I think that lends itself better to something like that. Yeah, but I, I mean, we're not not so much that it, it's confusing because there's a TV show in a TV show, um, but the format of having their lives be a sitcom mm -hmm. when something goes wrong in that world she created, like the tension that that like brings about to the viewer is way more impactful when like oh snap something really weird is happening in this like bewitched style show well what i all right, so what i liked about the the tv shows and this it as the seasons this the shows that they're parroting kind of like become more modern i think this becomes less and less of a, a, a strong suit for it but i really like that the the presentation like the old aspect ratios um i like that in the earlier ones like a lot of their effects are kind of just the effects they would have done at the time like a dish breaks, but like she puts it back together, but it's just the footage reversed. 
Um, <laughs> I like when Vision like kind of gets on this human disguise and it just kind of like overlays like it like crossfades to him as you know and not makeup now. Um, stuff like that I think is is really cool. Um, but because of, because it sticks to that old format, like they they had the very traditional like locked down cameras. But because yeah. they stick to that, like so as an example in the first episode, they have the boss over for dinner, and it's the classic like miscommunication. They think it's their anniversary, but really their boss, Mister Hart's coming. But this part where he starts choking, and his wife's clearly like help him, help him, and like the cameras and stuff change, and it's like it makes it so weird and so off putting. And then yeah. when they save him, it just snaps back to it. And you're like, oh, that's weird. Um, yeah. And then it happens a little bit at the end of the Bewitched one, where like a weird beekeeper man comes out of the the sewers and Wanda's like, no, and then re rewinds the footage and he's gone. That's one of my favorite like, like little like scenes is when that beekeeper comes out of the, yeah. the sewer. That like gave me real like David Lynch vibes. Like, yeah. like what is happening? Like, yeah, I don't think I realized it was a beekeeper the first time I saw it. I was just like, what's this weird spaceman doing? When I first saw it, I thought like AIM was somehow involved. And they yeah, I can see them into. Yeah, it's funny because they always mention that they look like beekeepers. Um, yeah. In the comics. Although, yeah, like, in... guess what? They were in. Were they in? They Iron were. Man? They were in Iron Man 3. Gotcha. Um, you know, I was like, oh, man, maybe Modoc's behind this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really think that. Um, I guess I should also mention by the time I got around to watching it, most of the show had been spoiled for me because I don't, I, I stopped going out of my way to avoid spoilers in general because it's exhausting and usually it doesn't impact this. I do think it took a lot of the mystery elements of the show out for me. Um, Cause like whenever Peter showed up, I like, by the time I watched, I was like, I knew that had happened. So like, you know, but um yeah, that, that particular twist was lost on me. I like, I had uh, one of the X-Men movies he was in on in the background once. Yeah. And like, when he knocked on the door, it was like, what? Like, oh, it's they recast Pietro? And I was just like. Yeah, I like that the characters in the show, both Wanda's show and the outside of her hex part of the show, we're all like, that's not Pietro. And like, they literally said she recast him. And you know what? I would have been really cool if uh, Evan Peters, like that was just their way to recast Quicksilver as the popular version of him from the X-Men. Huh. Um, I'm really, really glad it turned out that not actually be him, the X-Men character. Because obviously they're going to eventually bring in the mutants and the X-Men. And I'd rather they do something new and not have all of the, the baggage of this series as like, got some good movies in it but it's mostly pretty bad like yeah. we have two bad versions of the phoenix saga and like in one movie suit yeah. like um don't don't touch that. yeah and it's not like if we got avengers versus x-men it's going to be the versions of the characters we want anyway since like you know tony stark and steve rogers aren't going to be iron man or captain america like the time for that to be really cool like you know you want to see robert downey jr fight uh Hugh Jackman, like that's not going to happen now. Especially since Logan was such a perfect send off for that character, I'd love to see some. They do something, recast Wolverine, do something totally different with him. Yeah, but um, I 
so I, there was a couple episodes I really liked. I really liked the Bewitched one. Um, and I really liked the Malcolm in the Middle one. Um, oh, yeah, that was uh, that was good. That's the Halloween one. I liked that they're wearing Halloween costumes that are their classic comic book versions. Oh, of course. And I thought that was really fun. Um, I also, like, it had one of my favorite scenes in it. And it's just when, like, when Wanda and Pietro are actually, like, sitting down. And he's kind of trying to find out what's going on with her. And I like that you find out that he is controlled by uh, Agatha Harkness. So it's like kind of makes sense, like in retrospect, like why he's asking all these weird questions. Like, why did you do this? Like, how are you doing this? And like, I kind of get it. Like you have the kids kind of hidden, but like, you know, you're not actually like harming them, stuff like that. Um, so I, I, I don't know. I like when characters like that are interesting and they have confrontational scenes. Um, yeah, no, that was a, that was a good scene. And again, like one of those like scenes that like breaks the formula a yeah. little bit of of the show that they're you know. But but it's, but it's not as jarring as like the earlier episodes because no, definitely not. Yeah, because at this point, like we started getting more like fluid camera movement and stuff in in the TV shows they're parodying. Um, so you know, it's it, it's not as much. That's why I was saying like. You know, and then when they got to like Modern Family, like, I don't know, it didn't work as much for me. Um, but it is funny when like Vision's, you know, doing a talking head. He's like, wait, why am I here talking to you? I got to go to go see my wife and just walks yeah. away, takes his mic off. Um, I really liked in that Modern Family episode when like, you know, the interview character who we find out is Agatha Harkness. Yeah. Like speaks. And like Wanda says, you're not, you're not supposed to talk. And yeah, just yeah, that's another one of those scenes. I, I'll be honest with you, I kind of wish they'd went farther with the sitcom stuff. Also, because like, did you find the show funny at all? Did I find it funny at all? Not really. Yeah, I, I think, don't I think... find much television funny. Um, yeah, I just kind of wish they would poke more fun at the the formulas and stuff they were doing. Like the Full House, the '80s episode was kind of like meh. Like the best part about it was at the very end when Vision's kind of piecing things together and is confronting her, but it's like behind the credits are rolling over top of it. You know, because the show should have ended. Uh, but then at the end, it's like, oh, Pietro shows up. He's like, oh, long lost brother, whatever. It's like the, the you know, and then the audience goes ooh, like or like gasps or whatever. Um, but like that cliffhanger, I think like supersedes like everything that had happened just before. Um, yeah, I don't know. And probably with, I mean, you know, like that, that is a kind of a brilliant, brilliant, um, that is a well-placed cliffhanger. Um, yeah. Um, and then I like that the next episode is Malcolm in the Middle, and he so that way he can just be like a bum, you know, like like Malcolm's older brother. Um, what did you think about, uh, you know, Agatha? I I mean, I guess you knew that that was happening. I right? did know that that was going to be her uh, when I when I watched it. Um, I love Catherine Hahn; she's great and everything. Um, I just wish that she was like the only like quote unquote bad guy of the season, especially after they revealed that it was like Agatha all along, like it really implied she was pulling all the strings and it really, it was just Wanda the whole time. Like 
did Wanda just happen to move into her town and then just she was really uh, a happy coincidence that she was already there no 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 they they explained that like that Agatha felt that happen and inserted herself in yeah I don't know it just seemed like Wanda was really able to like feel like with Monica Rambeau she's like you're not supposed to be here and kicked her out of the city yeah but Monica Rambeau was just like a sword agent and that beekeeper guy she kicked out who was just it was also a sword agent yeah he didn't have to say ultron but agatha agatha is agatha agatha's a witch yeah it's just magic yeah yeah um i I'm, i thought that was really cool i was also really excited because i mean i know agatha harkness is you know a major character in Scarlet Witch's lore. Um, mm-hmm. But to me, she's always like a Fantastic Four character first. Yeah, she was Franklin and, Richards' nanny. Yeah, and it was fun to see her. Like, it was just fun to see a Fantastic Four character in the MCU. Hey, we already had Black Panther running around. Oh, that's true. Yeah, and the Inhumans had a terrible, terrible TV show. But I guess the the she's kind of broken away. She's such a minor enough character that you can still. It's not like like Silver Surfer is a Fantastic Four character, but he's kind of become his own thing, you know. Yeah, for sure. It's not like the Super Skull show. Her own uh, ongoing series. Hey, Silver Surfer doesn't anymore either. Yeah, but he gets one often enough. Yeah. He at least gets showed up. I don't remember the last time Agatha Harkness showed up in a comic, but I bet she will be everywhere now. Oh, yeah. I'm sure Dan Slott is already uh, putting her in a bunch of Putting her in. But, yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, it's cool that they, they use the kids. Um, they were okay for, like, kid actors. when they Well, when they turned 10, they were okay. Uh, yeah. I uh, I was... I mean, I, I was kind of expecting them to show up, but um, I'm a big Young Avengers fan, so I was happy to see uh, Wiccan and Speed make their MCU debuts. I've been thinking about that because Wiccan, they keep, they, because he just married Hulkling in the comics and like they just had a one shot come out like a week or two ago. And like, you know, they use Wiccan quite a bit. Like, I never see Speed anywhere. Is he still around? Um, as far as I know, he definitely, he like, he came during like the second arc of the young, the like original Young Avengers series. Yeah, I know they weren't like in the original team. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know if he ever was uh, as popular. I, I don't think he was in, uh, yeah, he wasn't in like the Jamie McKelvey series, right? Yeah, I don't remember him showing up in much. Um, I know Wiccan had the twist that he's gay, so I think that helped him stand out a little bit. Whereas, like, Speed is just, like, baby Quicksilver. Yeah, I mean, most of those Young Avengers characters have, uh, I don't want to say faded into obscurity. A lot of them have... uh, We'll say America Chavez just got her own book again. Oh, well... I, I'm not counting her. Yeah. I mean, it, the from the original run. Was, like, Kate, uh, was Kate Bishop in the original run? 
Yeah, Kate Bishop is is Kate Bishop, Hulkling, and uh, Wiccan pa are like Patriot. Pa well, Patriot, yeah, but he's been in like Champions. Has he? I don't. I don't remember him in that. I say Iron Lad. What was his deal? He was Kang or something, right? Yeah, he was like Teen Kang. Yeah, pretending to be like Iron Man's descendant or something. Something like that. Yeah, it's been a long time since I read any Young Avengers. Yeah, maybe but, you know, a, a reread. But uh, Kate, you know, Kate Bishop's at least she's going to be like in the Hawkeye show. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. And like, because it's based on that um, that uh, was it Matt Fraction's run on Hawkeye, which was really yeah. good. Um, and I don't say that about anything related to Hawkeye almost ever. <laughs> um, and I like Haley Steinfeld. I think she's a good choice. I do not care for Jeremy Renner. So, but you know, so we'll see. Um, yeah, I'm hoping this will finally give him. I mean, I haven't seen him in anything that I can remember besides these Marvel movies. Yeah. And the dude, like, barely gets any time to be Hawkeye for so long. The things I've seen him in, like, he seems like a charisma vacuum. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Which is, like, kind of different from how Hawkeye is in the comics yeah where he's almost entirely just charisma which makes sense he was a circus performer so he's got kind of like that big personality yeah but um i don't know we'll see um so i guess this is like you know i guess you'd say this is a good start for like uh the mcu tv shows for sure i mean it's still if you enjoy the mcu movies you'll enjoy this um it definitely it's not perfect. Um, definitely has a lot of the same problems that those movies have. Um, like for example, like Monica Rambo gets, you know, built up, build up, build up. It's like, oh, she has superpowers. And then like, granted, I understand like Wanda and Vision need to be the ones having the big fight. Yeah. And like, it needs to be them who like triumph. Mm -hmm. But like Monica has all these like crazy new powers and just like doesn't do anything. Three guys up. A, a big part of the problem with the show, I think, is uh, they spend a lot of time with these side characters that ultimately led to nothing. Because like, oh, Hayward, the big bad guy, and Darcy, uh, she just hits his car with a car and he gets arrested, and like doesn't really factor into the the climax at all. Yeah, I mean, I feel like those characters have a bit more of importance, you know, like... But we spend so much of the season building them up. Like, so like, uh, Darcy is whatever. Jimmy Woo is whatever. Uh, I, I do think Monica is a little disappointing. Especially since they were setting up, she was going to square off with Wanda and it just doesn't happen. Yeah, and like... You know, so talking about Monica, she's one of the like big like, you know, and Marvel movies always do this. It's like, here's this thing and you're going to have to wait for that. Like yeah. we're setting that up for Captain Marvel 2 or whatever. Yeah, whatever it's um, going to be. Because what's her, what's her name in the comic? Because her mom took the Photon name. Um, I thought that's I, what she was, her superhero name in the comics. 
Yeah, I mean, she's also been Captain Marvel. Oh, yeah, I'm going to assume she's not taking the Captain Marvel name. Yeah. Um, Spectrum, I think she was going by for a while. Okay. Um, I, I mostly only ever read her when she was Captain Marvel. I read her in... Um, there was uh, like the a Mighty Avengers book she was on. Uh, Al, Al, how do you say his name? Ewing? Oh yeah, I believe Al Ewing. Um, he uh, he wrote a bunch of like consecutive, like Marvel books that all kind of like led into each other. Oh, um, didn't he do the one where like oh, was either Black Panther or Falcon like ran the Avengers for a bit? I remember yeah, there was a lot of people of color on it. Yeah, it was Mighty Avengers. He had a book before that, I think, that led into that actually. Yes, I think it was became Captain America in the Mighty Avengers because Falcon was Captain America at the point. Yes, yeah. yeah. Then that led into like U.S. Avengers. Or uh, I think then it became like that version of the Ultimates. Yeah, that's right. With Black Panther, and then who's the his name's Blue something? Blue uh, Marvel is that a name? I think that might be it, Doctor yeah. something. Yeah, but it had you know America Chavez and stuff on it. I think, and then Galactus joined the team, so which is. Which is awesome. I just wish I liked it more. Uh, you should really. I need to sit down and read it. I think I read the first issue and I was like, not super excited to read like more of it. And I think if you start at the beginning of his like run of those books, it might, it might, yeah. If it's following, if they're more like sequels to each other, that might be the case. They're like loose sequel. Like there's definitely like a big rebranding all like every time there's a relaunch, but like. He definitely like runs with things he like sets up. Mm -hmm. um, he also uh, he also explained uh, the he put into canon the like moving timeline. Oh yeah, good. <laughs> so like, because every time they flash back to Peter Parker as a kid, he's like dressed like this night like dorky sixties kid. Yeah, yeah, like sweater vest and stuff. They explain how uh, you know Reed Richards and Ben Grimm fought in World, World War II. II. Yeah, but um, anyway, this isn't a podcast about his uh, his work. Yeah, maybe we'll do that. It sounds like I I might read that, and it sounds like there's a lot of interesting stuff to talk about. Oh, for sure. It sounds more more like a uh, a Jonathan Hickman story that like I might get into. It's a lot more fun than Hickman's. Yeah, that's why I might get into it. Um, but yeah, I, I I mean, what did you think about Monica Rambeau? Even you know, even though she didn't like live up to her superhero potential necessarily. So yeah. I mean, I'm real excited for her. I um, think she's a cool character. I I kind of like how they set her up. I like that she was one of the people that was killed by Thanos and kind of came back and like they almost flirted with exploring the trauma of that. I really wish that they dug into that more. But that's not what this show is about. Exactly, which yeah. is why she couldn't really participate in that last part. The yeah. show's not about her. Yeah. But that's like also one of the trappings is that it really set that up. Yeah, like I'd be interested in it, um, uh, you know, but in seeing her future Avengers, I would love it if she replaced uh, Carol Danvers as Captain Marvel, just because I didn't particularly care. I don't particularly care for that version of this character that they presented in the MCU. But, you know, maybe they'll change my tune when the Captain Marvel 2 or whatever comes out. Maybe it'll actually be called, maybe Carol will be Captain Marvel and Monica will be Captain Marvel 2. 
you know, like Yatterman 2 and stuff. <laughs> I mean, that, that could, you know, that's why the show's, the movie's called that. It's really about her. That would be cool. Or uh, they're just called Captain Marvel and it's called Captain Marvel. And the Agents of Sword or whatever. Or no, just two, like T-O-O. yeah. I'd be down. Um, It'd be pretty silly, but... But, you know, it's it's exciting that Sword is set up. I don't know if it was set up in, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or anything. Oh, God, I have no idea. I have no idea, but, like, you know, I it, it seems like they're pushing it more towards the space thing if that's what Nick Fury and the Scrolls are working on. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that was a... I was like, oh, yeah, those guys. Were you a little disappointed that, like, when she said, I know an aerospace engineer that would love to do this, that, like, nobody we knew showed up. It just was some random person. Oh, I yeah, I was kind of like, Because hmm. I clearly was like, oh. I, I, they did a few things like that where it's like, since they were doing the weekly release, where it's like, just get the fans going and, like, like trying to build their own hype. Because, like, I think ultimately that's going to lead because I know a lot of people have not liked the ending, and I think that's a big part of it. Why, where it just became like a very standard Marvel ending, and like, but they set up all of these really cool, interesting, possible things. Like, I know people were upset that Evan Peters was just a dude named Ralph Boner, um, and wasn't anything related to Quicksilver. Yeah, that was weird. It doesn't have to be like, let him just be some dude. Yeah, but like, I, I think that was disappointing for people. I was disappointed that it wasn't like Reed Richards or somebody. Like, not that I needed it to be, but, like, why even say that, you know? Like, or, like, it didn't even have to be someone like Reed, but it could have been someone like, um, I can't even think of a good example, but it was, like, Wyatt Wingfoot or something, like, someone who does, like, flight things in the MCU or the Marvel comics that, like, you know, like, people that, like me, that know him, like, would be like, oh, that's cool. And he would have been another extremely minor Fantastic Four character. Um. Yeah, I mean, it would have been fun, but I don't think it hurt the show to not have. Yeah, I I think they were playing with fire a little bit because I think, yeah, I get why you want the fans to start speculating stuff because it generates a lot of free hype. But I I think when you do like a little too much of that and then it, none of like none of it really factors into the ending, I don't say like has to be like this big crazy payoff. Like they didn't confirm like the inter. Uh, company multiverse, where, like you see a portal, like Hugh Jackman, like looks in, is like, and, like you know, it's like what's going on in there, and then it moves over, and it's like Toby Maguire swinging around. Like we don't need that, but um, well, that's uh, what the next Spider-Man movie, right? Yeah, which what did they they revealed the name for it? I forget what it is. No Way Home. I wanted to be called Homeless, um, since they all have home in the title. And since Peter Parker was outed as Spider-Man at the end of the last one, he has to be on the run. I thought that would have been a more fun name. Yeah, I do think it's cool that uh, Charlie Cox is coming back to be his lawyer. Oh, is he? Is that confirmed? Yeah. Do we know oh. he's? Do we know if he's Matt Murdock or is just? Yeah, he's Matt Murdock. Okay, that's cool. Um, he's the best part of the Netflix shows, so. I hope they weren't pulling like an Evan Peters and just kind of like teasing that he's going to be there. No, nah, I don't think so. I think because uh, well, I think there was like a three year embargo where they couldn't really do anything after they were canceled. Yeah. I mean, I'd be down to recast Iron Fist. 
I'm I'm down to just not even worry about Iron Fist. I'm down for that too. But you know, I think he's gonna show up in Shang Chi, the master of kung fu. Maybe. Um. But also, I don't know. I think Iron Fist has its own uh, its own problems. Yeah. The idea of it. Um. I don't necessarily blame that actor for the failings of that show. Oh, no, I think it was just a, a bad show overall. Um, but yeah. Yeah, WandaVision definitely, it just had the Marvel ending. Um, yeah. Big fight in the sky. I'm glad, I, I thought it was cool that like- Lots of lasers. Wanda learned something and like was able to use that. I, I like that both of them were able to do something like relatively clever. Um, I think I liked Visions more. Oh, for sure. I loved that. Um, yeah. I was I a little- love that like, yeah. I love that the, the white vision yeah. wasn't just like a murder machine. It was essentially like a rebooted vision who would well, like- consider that question because you know like the white vision in the comics is basically it was just vision without his emotions so basically yeah he's just kind of like he like when he unlocked his memories like he has these memories but like none of the emotional context for it i was kind of hoping like they might merge and i figured that i figured that's what i not hoping is the wrong word but i assumed that was what was going to happen yeah i Um, assumed that was going to happen too but i don't i don't mind yeah i don't mind the bittersweet ending i like that like they got to actually say goodbye you this time, you know? Yeah. Um, so I, I'm I'm okay with that. Uh, what do you think about the the end credit scene? Or what do you think about like the reveal of the Scarlet Witch in general? Let's back it up a little bit. Oh, um so I liked I was fine with that. Um I thought it was cool to like it was a cool way to like bring that name into the MCU. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause honestly, it's like a silly name to just like- Make your superhero name. Start like calling yeah. yourself. So I think it's cool that it, it comes from like this like established MCU magic lore. I, my, the thing I didn't like about it is that it's also the Sokovian fortune teller like costume. Yeah. Like I was just like, oh, I kind of wish they like didn't say that because I thought that was a really clever reason to have her dress like that in the Halloween episode. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's clever. But then like when they started showing the Scarlet Witch, I was like, oh, like is the Scarlet Witch a Sokovia? Like, like, yeah. That's just, like, too much, I think. Yeah. Um, I mean, in a vacuum, I don't mind the costume. Oh, yeah. I, I don't mind either. I just thought that it was, like... I get what you're saying, though, where it's like, oh, why, you know... Like, oh, she just so happens to be the Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Who, like, she just so happened to pick that out as her Halloween costume. Yeah. Like, it seems very coincidental. When someone asked him, because someone asked her, yeah, when she said the Sokovian thing, you know what? She kind of hesitated a bit. Maybe she like subconsciously kind of knew what she was. Maybe I might also just be giving it too much credit. I didn't notice that. 
it might have been interesting if like someone asked like why are you wearing that and then she was like didn't answer and then like vision came in and said something goofy and like you know they had to move on with the scene that might have been like a yeah. subconscious she we could be like oh that would have been a cool bit of subconscious foreshadowing but like we wouldn't i wouldn't have thought about that ahead of time but like you know i, I yeah but like you said in the moment it was like well that's a fun way to explain like the goofy jack kirby-esque design that's yeah. like super impractical <laughs> um but you know i like that it's more it's like it's not as it's a little more subdued it's a little bit more like a crown um you know in, in her actual like magic costume you know form yeah i um, think that's cool so what do you think of the the post-credit scene with her then where she's like in a cabin or whatever like drinking tea and then also being scarlet witch in the corner trying to suck her kids souls out of hell or whatever's happening yeah um i'm cool i mean as far as post-credit scenes go it like I feel like it didn't really reveal anything. Which is fine. Yeah, I was just like, oh, that's cool. It's there. It makes sense that she would be, like, have that book and be, like, learning stuff. Yeah. The stuff. Yeah, so this is a big part of, like, the thing is, like, she doesn't, she has, like, all this tremendous power, but she doesn't know how to wield it, which is why Agatha Harkness was able to, like, you know, kind of one-up her for most of the fight. Mm -hmm. And, like, you know, steal her children and whatnot. And for most of the series. Yeah. I felt like they were, they definitely like set it up like to make you suspect Agatha towards mm -hmm. the beginning. And so I was like, oh, like, but then like they kind of hand wave it away like because yeah. vision is like kind of figuring it out and he's like oh like you know we're gonna have a well-timed visit from our neighbor and then yeah. like agnes walks in and it's like oh like they kind of are teasing that she's like up well, to something i took that more as just like him realizing the sitcom nature of it well so yeah, because wasn't that, that they, yeah well in that same scene she like flubs a line she's like oh do you want me to take that again like an actress on a TV set, and then Vision's like, "Oh, what? That's not, <laughs> I don't know much, but that's not how people are supposed to act." Yeah, and then and then in the the Halloween episode, they like kind of uh, they definitely like cover that track, and I was like, "Oh, well, yeah, he just like unlocked her brain. She's not behind anything." Yeah. So I I loved the reveal of Agatha Harkness. I loved the the Munsters song. I mean, I just love the Munsters theme songs. So. Oh, it's the Munsters are great. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah. Like I said, I went into it. I I knew it was Agatha Harkness, but I think I would have really suspected something was up with her. Well, that's what I'm saying. They like yeah. kind of want you to suspect it, but then like they like kind of go out of their way to like stop you from suspecting her at the same time. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, oh, there she is. It yeah. was her all along. I think the show really relies on its like mystery narrative. And because I knew a lot of the mystery going into it when I finally saw it, 
like I, like I said, the spoilers spoiled it for me. Usually that doesn't happen, but like I'm not sure if on rewatch how much this holds up. I say that I have not actually rewatched it, but I would be curious, someone who really likes the show, like uh, you know what their perspective is in, in rewatching it. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't know if it also holds up in binge form. Yeah, me neither. I who knows when I'll get around to rewatching it. There's there's so much content to consume. To do. <laughs> yeah. Um, so are you excited for potential like you know the future MCU TV shows? Does this give you like a little bit more hype for like Falcon and Winter Soldier or Loki? Um I I wouldn't say it has me any more hyped because uh, in all honesty, like this was the one I was kind of looking forward to the most. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I mean, the Loki show could be, I mean, that's another one that could kind of be anything, but like with Hawkeye and with, uh, you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. I kind of, I'm already, as soon as they were announced, like in my head, I was like, oh, I kind of have an idea of like, what those shows are yeah like. that's my issue with uh with with falcon winter soldier at any rate because you know i saw the trailer for it during the super bowl and it's just like oh this looks like uh you know a movie with the two of them and like exactly what we would have seen i don't i don't know if there's gonna be any kind of twist on it i hope that there is um i'm mildly excited for hawkeye and for miss marvel whenever that comes out and she hulk a little bit i think tatiana maslani is an interesting uh casting choice yeah i but- forgot about both of those but yeah i'm i'm very stoked for miss marvel um the other ones i will watch i'm i'll be happy to watch them yeah I don't watch things that i'm not happy to watch and oh yeah once the, yeah if i don't like something good. i stop engaging with it yeah uh yeah i think there'll be a i think there'll be a good time like again like i think if you enjoy the MCU movies, these these seem like they're they'll be similar in tone. Yeah, and then it, it's no secret I've been really burned out on the Marvel movies. Um, I don't think this did much to reinvigorate me um, specifically, but that just might be me. After Endgame, uh, I was like, you know what? I'm satisfied. I'm I'm kind of done. I was like, wake me up when the X-Men or, or when the Fantastic Four rather has a plot. Um, but I'm not holding out hope just because they keep not they keep making Fantastic Four movies and they keep being bad. Um, so I don't know. Well, I'll wait. I'm holding my breath. I'm not holding my breath on that one anytime soon. Um, I'm mildly interested in potentially seeing what they do with the X-Men, even though I'm not an X-Men fan. But like that's ex- you know, they're an exciting new addition that they could have. Because uh, when they revealed like the phase four like wall of logos, I was like, I don't care about any of this. I am always usually always entertained. Um, oh, I'm not saying they're bad necessarily bad. It's just a lot of them like they have kind of a lot of a samey feel to them. Yeah, and like Espe- I, especially when it's yeah. like the introduction for a character. Yeah. Like, I feel like they all have like the same arc. Like when I watched Doctor Strange, so much of that felt like watching Iron Man. Yeah, because his character was just Iron Man again, but magic instead of 
yeah iron man and like um but i mean when it got to the cool steve ditko shit i thought it was like a lot of fun it didn't take it far enough for me maybe in the mouth of madness or whatever the new one's called (laughs) um you know i might be more into but like i don't like this version of dr strange it was okay when he showed up in infinity war but that's because he's got like a lot of other interesting characters to play off of you know it didn't hurt that he was with iron man and spider-man like you know two of the characters i really want to watch um for sure we'll see i don't know i it just like I said, yeah, just so, so many of these movies wind up seeing like, I remember being really disappointed in Black Panther because they set up this kind of really interesting conflict, like more of an ideological thing. And then he gets in an evil Black Panther costume and then they fight for 40 minutes and then he kills him. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, but you know that's what's going to happen. But that they don't have to do that. And it's, I find it so frustrating. That's you why say, I, so yeah. you say they don't have to do that. Um, I, and this is in a podcast about Black Panther. Yeah. Imagine if they dug into that ideological battle. Like, imagine the 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 repercussions of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, it's, that's they, fine. Don't don't expect them to like come and like. Well, then they shouldn't have they shouldn't have played with it in the first place. If you're not gonna if you're not gonna commit, in my opinion. But like, I I I, I I'm think glad, I'm glad that they. I'm glad that they brought it up, but like. I, I think my big problem is, is like it's kind of like big dumb CGI rhinos, and like again he's just bad black because they're always just a bad version of the main character. Like, Ant Man fights Yellow Jacket, and they're both little little bug suit guys. Iron Man keeps fighting other Iron Mans. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, I hear you, but I do think Black Panther was different. I think uh, I think it would have been cooler if, like, those... yeah. if if maybe he had more of a complicated plot that they had to, to stop. Maybe he kidding. Maybe he stopped him, and maybe you know at the end he's in jail or whatever. And he's like, and, you know, T'Challa sits down like across the cell phone. Was like, you know what? I thought about some of the stuff you said, and I think we are gonna change. And like they kind of do that, where like now Wakanda's revealed to the world and whatnot. Like yeah, he's like maybe he's like yeah, maybe we could be doing more. Maybe we haven't been doing it right, but like the way you've gone about it is wrong, and here's why. Like I don't know. I again, I am asking too much. These are simple movies for children and man children alike but I, I i just want i just want something more other than like big dumb superhero movies um we're speaking yeah. next week we're going to watch the snyder cut of, of justice league that's going to be a lot of fun i think uh if you there are plenty of interesting movies out in the world um that do touch on those things oh no there i, I know it's just I didn't expect them to bring that stuff up in Black Panther, and I thought that was an interesting direction to go. And then I was disappointed that it became this typical Marvel ending. I'm always disappointed when I get the typical Marvel ending, if I'm being honest with you, which is why I think like I, I've gotten, they feel so samey and stale to me. Like in this one, they were like Vision literally fought another Vision. Like I said, they're always fighting the bad version of themselves. I, again, I do like that, you know, it didn't, they didn't level the town, just phasing and punching and laser blasting. I like that he did talk to him. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like, that's me. I don't know. It's not the ending of Game of Thrones where it's so bad that it poisons the rest of the series for me. And now I wouldn't even recommend watching it. 
you know, WandaVision, I recommend watching. I appreciate that it, it tried to do something new and I would say mostly succeeded in trying to do something new. Um, it's again, it's not flawless, but like I said, if, if you have Disney Plus, it's worth watching. If you don't have Disney Plus, I don't think it alone is worth picking it up for. Um, yeah, that's what Super Robot Monkey Team Hyperforce Go is for. And that's on Disney Plus? Yeah. Man, you've been trying to get me to watch that for like 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the greatest cartoons. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, I, I think WandaVision is a great start to this new era of MCU TV. Cross-promotional synergy. Yeah, whatever the heck it is. Yeah. And talk about, speaking of synergy, how lucky is Marvel Studios that like, you know, in this year plus that, or is it year plus yet? We're, we're, we're just about a year, yeah. Yeah, in this year with uh, no movie theaters or, you know, few movie theaters being open that uh, they have all these shows ready to, you know. They got pretty lucky with that. Yeah, yeah. like it's definitely keeping people engaged in, in the MCU. I mean, I'll be honest with you, I, I didn't mind taking the year off. I, and I guess I'm in a bit of a, a unique situation, you know, you know, working at a comic book store um, where people want to talk to me about these things all the time. Not yeah. that I'm saying people shouldn't talk to me about it, but it's like I can never disengage. And because of that, like, I'm like just in geek culture in general, like, I can't believe I'm saying it, but I'm so sick of Star Wars. Like, I'm, I'm, it's just, it's never ending, like, like the deluge of these things, which I guess, you know, complaining like about uh, spoiling uh you know uh, uh you know too much choice for things but you know because i remember back in the 90s where like none of this stuff existed you know but once every yeah it's just like you gotta always be hyped about the next thing and it's just like just give me some i don't know i i, I miss smaller not constant franchises me too for sure um but i mean We've been, think about the, the person who, the main demographic of like the folks going to see those movies, like what, three come out a year? And I think it's fine that they get to be really excited about those characters three times a year. Whereas like, uh, like, I don't know. We're nerds. We would go every Wednesday to the comic book store and get excited about. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I know what you mean. I, and I'm not trying to say like it's not bad. Like I'm not saying that they're bad or anything. I'm just saying like I. They all blend together, and maybe it, and, and I admit it's probably just me, and like I don't know. I'm getting older, and like my brain doesn't like they all just blend together at a certain point. Yeah, and and that's fine. I mean, especially if they're not your favorite things but like I don't know I have like we all have things we like yeah my, my I guess my biggest issue now is like because before watching WandaVision like there are two characters I didn't particularly care for not just in the MCU but like in the comics either but like you know I, I I like them more now after WandaVision but like 
Um, I don't know, like all the characters like and for the MCU that I was really into like are no longer there. Like I don't particularly care for their version of Spider-Man. I don't like the Iron Man Jr. angle that they've taken with him. But, you know, then Into the Spider-Verse comes out and like makes me fall in love with the character all over again, you know? But once they all become back under the one like roof and they have that Marvel house style, like I'm not like as much of a mixed bag as the X-Men is. I don't think Marvel MCU would make like a Logan, you know, we're going to get like the blandification of the X-Men. I hope I'm wrong, but we'll see. Who knows? Like Guardians of the Galaxy came out and like surprised me, you know, maybe I'll love like into the multiverse of madness or whatever it is. Like that's the one I think is probably the most interesting on the horizon. I hope they, uh, give Benedict Cumberbatch some uh, really cheesy dialogue that Doctor Strange has in the comics. Yeah, I, I do miss the Doctor Strange uh, <laughs> strangeness. Um, but you know, like, I didn't particularly care for his movie. It was kind of fun when he showed up in Thor and like had Loki fall infinitesimally like while he talked to Thor. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. That happened. You know, like I liked him in Infinity in Infinity War, but like again, I a lot of these characters, this is the way I feel about them in the comics too. I don't particularly like follow like like I'm not gonna read his book, but like you know, shows up in Spider-Man or whatever. I'm like, oh, it's cool, you know, for like a story, he shows up for a minute. Yeah, for sure. Um, I was thinking about this the other day, and we've definitely gotten way off WandaVision. That's um, fine. I but, mean, is there, but is there anything more we want to say about WandaVision? Yeah, it's good. Watch it. If you have the way means to watch it, just watch it. It's it's a lot of fun. It's interesting. Um if you dug it, maybe I don't know, watch some Twin Peaks and then go from there. Like get into some weird stuff. Don't just watch superhero movies all day. I yeah, I would say all right. So you know how I feel about uh, like a lot of Twin Peaks stuff. I do really like the original 90s show. Um, and I would say that's, I think you could get into that after this, um, but I don't think you could go straight from like that to like Fire Walk With Me, even though canonically that takes place before the TV show. Yeah, but you have to, no one should start. If you watch Fire Walk With Me first, you ruin the TV show first. Yeah. Um, and you probably will never want to watch the TV show after that because it's really weird and like kind of horrifying and uncomfortable in like a way that it's intentional, not like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know what? I actually kind of, I'm thinking about, I'm kind of in the mood to go back to Twin Peaks. Maybe we'll do a podcast on that this summer. Do you get a chance to rewatch it? Do you know if that's streaming anywhere? Um. So... You can watch the original series on Netflix, Hulu, maybe Amazon Prime. Mm -hmm. uh, Fire Walk With Me is on uh, HBO Max. And I think the Twin Peaks The Return is also on there, right? Because it wasn't that an HBO show when it came out? No, it was a Showtime show. Okay, um, I don't know where Showtime is. I, I don't know if it's still streaming on there service that was literally the only reason i had showtime was to watch twin peaks the return yeah um, I, know you, I know you really like the return i watching it week to week i did not care for it i think i would watch a lot better in binge form 
Oh, it's so much. Once the initial, God, I don't know. Once you're done waiting for what you're waiting for to happen in the return, trying to keep it as spoiler free as possible, but once you're done waiting for that thing and you like go into the return knowing like the beats, yeah, you enjoy it. I think that was my problem with it. I was so frustrated waiting for what you for waiting for it to become Twin Peaks. Yeah, but I mean. I don't know. Is your hometown the same as it was 25 years ago? Yeah, it's true. Oh, speaking of hometown, this is something I wanted to bring up in WandaVision. So it takes place in New Jersey. Um, that's one of my least favorite tropes in media. It's like, oh, this boring, the most boring place we can set this fantastical event or, or thing. It's just like, oh, just put it in bumfuck New Jersey. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're more than just that, but I did appreciate that their license, uh, driver's licenses were accurate because they showed like they're trying to identify people in the show, you know, in, in the WandaVision show because they're all real people. I was like, oh, that's neat, but. Jersey's cool. Yeah. I don't live there anymore. It's not cool enough for me to go back. Go back. <laughs> um, I mean, I'd move to certain areas of New Jersey for sure. But it's a cool spot. I dig it. It's better than freaking Ohio. No shots. No offense to Ohio people, except I'm sorry. Yeah. Cleveland, I think, is all right. Cleveland's I, where Howard the Duck is, you know, is. Gotta is love Howard the movie. Duck. Cleveland. I mean, we gotta do commentary or something for Howard the Duck sometime. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, let's let our listeners go. Yeah, let's this so they can go watch WandaVision and Howard the Duck and Twin Tell, Peaks. Yeah, and Twin Peaks. And I, 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 I kind of want to rewatch Twin Peaks. It's come up a couple of times, I think, because of WandaVision in conversation. Yeah, it does have a minor vibe of it. I, I know you, I think that one scene is Lynchian. I don't think the rest of the show I'd particularly call Lynchian. Um, I mean, definitely like the scene where he's like choking. It gives me real, like, the, the boss is choking at dinner. Like, But I wonder that, if that's just because it's black and white and looks like a racer head. No, a racer head is so much more crazy. But just, like, something, like, weird and terrible happening and, like, people are just reacting to it in, like, a not normal way. Yeah, I can see that. Like, yeah, like, Lynch likes to, like, have, like, here's the real world but it's like it's like you're dreaming it it's like yeah. weird. i mean i did watch a short uh movie that he made where he just interrogates a monkey for like 15 minutes or whatever however long it was what did jack do yeah that's what it's called yeah <laughs> oh man oh uh, yeah we're gonna have to do an episode on david lynch uh i i gotta bring uh see if we can bring jess back for that because she's the reason i watched twin peaks in the first place yeah yeah it's it's great we can do i mean we could do a an overall lynch thing it might be fun to do an overall lynch thing because he's such an interesting director and i know you're a big fan you're more of an expert than i am on him 
Or, but I mean, I'd also be down to like just talk Twin Peaks because I think Twin Peaks is probably his, in my opinion, it's his most interesting work. Yeah, it's definitely like the richest universe, and and it definitely like benefits from like being a television series. Yeah, that, you know. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. Let's uh, let's give everyone a chance to go watch these TV shows and then come back and tell us about them in the comments or come into the store and tell me about it. We're about to have it. We're about. I can talk about it now that it's been announced, but you know, we're about to open a second location in Summers Point and I'm really excited. Second location in Summers Point. I know. Can you believe it? Oh, is it like near the shop right? Yeah, it's near the shop right there. We're only like you know, we're only like 20 minutes from Ocean City in the shore. Um, we're gonna have it's the store's bigger and better. We can have all kinds of cool things. We're gonna have more pinball. Uh, we're gonna start offering board games again. Uh, once COVID's over, we're gonna have our retro lounge set up and we're going to have all you know, we have the whole room just going to be just for events and stuff um, i might be making a little bit of a recording studio there so if you have podcasts or anything you want to record but no place to to record it with good audio well we might have a place you can rent uh for a couple hours wow neato burrito yeah man so stay tuned to this web zone for uh details when we're ready to open uh, right now just tentatively spring 2021 Oh, that's right around the corner. I know. It's almost like, you know, daylight savings time is next weekend. Jeez, don't tell me these things. <laughs> I was excited. I left work on uh, on Sunday at six and it was light outside. I'm like, oh, yes, finally. Yeah. Through the horrible winter. The sun is uh, right now in uh, the perfect place to blind me as I <laughs> ride to work. <laughs> oh, yeah, that sucks. But yeah, um, so yeah, I... I guess, uh, Kendall, where can they find your stuff? Uh, go into Level Up. You can find it there. You can find it on uh, Tapas. Search for uh, Star Savior Bunny if you want some, want to read some uh, Magical Girl comics I make with my wife. I don't know. Don't look for me on the internet. I won't accept your friend request. I'm sorry. Yes, yeah, I I don't have any personal social media, but you can find us. We're Level Up Entertainment on just about everything. Um, and then just go to levelupentertainment.com. That links to everything here. Um, so with that, we're gonna say adieu. Um, we're probably gonna do the plan is to do Zack Snyder's Justice League cut next episode because that's coming out in a couple of days here um spoiler alert i'm not looking forward to it but you know i want to ride that uh current algorithm where people are going to be searching for it so i'm just doing it for the views now we're finally sold out sell out yeah to be fair wes is going to be on and he's legitimately super hyped for it so we're gonna have different opinions i hope you join us kendall because you're gonna have the opinion you did not even see justice league i don't care yeah and, uh yeah, unless the Snyder Cut leads into Space Jam 2. I yeah, which apparently it is. Yeah. This podcast before yeah. we go uh, on for tangents. <laughs> yeah, uh, look for news on Space Jam 2. Lolo Bunny's joining the Amazons, apparently. Uh, so that's going to be exciting. Um, so until next time, uh, be safe. Mm -hmm.